we have, please turn your Bible with me to the book of Jeremiah. Yesterday, the Lord brought his word. We started a new series, Caption, Fulfilling God's Purpose for Your Life. Fulfilling God's Purpose for Your Life. We understand by the help of the Holy Ghost that each one of us, we have a purpose. There's a destiny ahead of us. And even that being said, we also understand that God is a God of purpose. Everything he does, he has something in mind. There's something he has in mind. So God didn't just create you to come and occupy space here. No, he just, he, you know, he didn't just create you because he, he said, let me just go and, you know, just let that just go. No, God has something in mind for our lives. And, you know, everywhere, any, anywhere you find yourself, particularly at this time, I tell you, it is because God has something specific for your life. And my prayer is that you will find it, you will discover it. Now, I'll read uh, Jeremiah 29. I'll just take a few, few verses. Now, we read it yesterday, and we're still going to read some of this, um, you know, scripture. Now, I'll take it from verse 10. For thus says the Lord that after 70 years be established at Babylon, I will visit you and perform my good work towards you in causing you to return to this place. Now, do you know that within that 70 years, some people died? I pray for you. Before the Lord visits us, there shall be no loss. Amen. In the name of Jesus, the number of your days will fulfill. Amen. So even when God was sending them to captivity because of their you know, disobedience and pride, uh, even with that, God still gave them promises. He said, I will visit you. I'll come and deliver you. But you need to go and spend 70 years in slavery. Brethren, will it not have been better for them to say no? They'd rather spend that 70 years in their own land, not under the, not under the tax master. Now, he went further by saying, I will visit you and perform my good work for, uh, towards you in causing you to return to this place. For I know the thought that I think towards you says the Lord, thought of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. This scripture, um, particularly verses 11, um, it appears to be a scripture that most people are familiar with. But this scripture is a, is a scripture, is a statement of purpose. It's a statement of purpose. This scripture tells us he said, for I know the thought that I think towards you. That the kind of thought that God is thinking towards me and you is good thought. Thought of peace. Thought of peace. Not only that, he said, and not of evil. Then to give you an expected end. So that means there's an end that God has determined with our lives. And we will get to that end in Jesus' name. Now also turn the same book of Gen I mean, Jeremiah. Uh, go to chapter one, and we we'll take from we we'll take verses four and five for for now. Jeremiah chapter one, I will take verses four and five. Then the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, "God's word will come to you in Jesus' name. Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee, and before thou cometh cometh forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee." And I ordained thee a prophet unto the nation. Now, this is also another statement of purpose. 
God was telling Jeremiah, I already predetermined your life. He said, before I formed thee in the belly, he said, before you even came forth, before I formed thee, that means before you enter into your mom's womb, you had already existed in God's heart. You already existed. You were already alive, but you were alive in the heart of God, in God's plan. Uh, it's just like, uh, you know, uh, like an architect. An architect could have a dream of a big house and so on. Now, do you know the master bedroom, even though it has not yet appeared in physically, like it is not livable, the house has not been built yet, but the master bedroom is already alive. It has already been conceived. It's already living. It's just waiting for manifestation. Somebody, your destiny is about to break forth. Your glory is about to manifest in the mighty name of Jesus. So you already existed in the heart of God, in the plans of God, even before your daddy and mommy came together. You already there. He said, before I formed in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee and ordained thee a prophet unto the nation. Look at that. So that means what, when we talk about purpose or when we talk about fulfilling God's purposes for our life, we are not talking about something you just start discovering. Now, one of the things that each one of us must know is that we were born with purpose. It's not that you're just going to discover it now. Like it's not that, oh, God is just going to pour it into you now. No, we were actually born. Our purpose, once a child is born into this world, he or she comes with God's master plan for, with his, you know, for his life or for our life. So when a child is born, that child is coming with the master plan of God. Now, in the process of time, those things begin to manifest. Of course, the devil too may try to, to hinder that. But so your life, you're already a, a, a finished product even before you came into this world. You're already a well-prepared package and everything you need to succeed is within you. I tell you, you actually don't even need anything extra to discover and to fulfill God's purposes for your life. Everything God has put in there. The only thing that you need is this, is the word of God. What you need now is the word of God that opens your eyes, that opens your understanding, that opens, you know, that, 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 that reveals even who you really are, who God has made you to be, to you. And that's why the place of the word of God is very, very important. The Bible said, at the scent of water, talking about, you know, the, the, the hope for a tree that is called down. At the scent of water, is a board again. So the word of God is that scent of water that comes into your life. And when it comes into your life, then boom, then you see, you know, uh, your, your God's plan for your life and purpose is manifested. Now, let, let's talk. Let's talk for a few seconds. For uh, you know, let's talk about uh, you know the seniors. For instance, I have one of the managers. Uh, you know, one day we were talking, and I uh, said, ah, "Well, I didn't see you for a long time. I hope all is well with you." She said, "Well, she's okay, but her dad uh, was worked too much, too much in the backyard, and he hurt himself. As he hurt himself, not that he had injury, but." You know, that he worked so, so hard to the point that 
you know, he, he couldn't even do any of that. He began to feel for the pain and he was in his 70 plus. And so the, the dad was admitted that they even thought that the dad was even telling them that, um, you know, praying for them and that they thought uh, that he was gone. That even doctor told them they might not make it. That even the dad too also said so. But that, you know, that divinely he made it and the dad is still alive as we speak now back in his house. Now, where am I going? She said, she told her dad, said, Daddy, say, see, if you do, I know that you don't, you know, you might feel bored. That's why you want to go and you want to work extra hard. I said, remember, you are, you are getting old. You can't do the kind of work you did before. You need to take it easy. He said, the dad said he doesn't know what to do, that he doesn't know why he's alive. He said that he now told, her, told the dad, I said, see, there's a reason why God still kept you alive now. He said, Daddy, if you don't even know what to do, you have grandchildren, you have your children, you have all your sons-in-law and daughters-in-law. He said, every day start praying for them. He said, instead of going outside and go and hurt yourself, he said, wake up if you don't know what to do before you sleep off on your sick again. Just take so. What does that mean now? And that's the same thing I was also confirming to that lady. I said, God is keeping your dad alive. Because God has a purpose for his life. See, for the fact that you are still alive, there's a purpose. For that man now, one of his purposes is to stand in the gap for the children. Is to take the name of the grandchildren every day and say, Lord, this morning, even if it's for 30 minutes, I pray for my grandchildren. Lord, let him know you. Order his steps. Now, that is his purpose. That and to God. That is fulfilling why that man was still alive at that time. So every one of us, there is a purpose for our life. Now, when we talk about purpose, we are talking about the reason for a thing. Purpose is simply defined as the reason for a thing. Why something existed. The very reason why something existed. Why you are alive. The very reason why you had a computer. What is the reason? Why do you need technology? So purpose explains the reason for a thing, why something existed. Now, purpose speaks of the destination of a product. We are product of the living God. We are the offspring of God. And when we talk about purpose, purpose talks about your destination. It talks about where you came from and where you are going. Now, one, one glorious thing about Christianity is that many, you know, you see many other so-called faith uh, get I know, out there. They don't know where they are going. I was talking to some, some Buddhists uh, one day, myself and some brethren, we went for evangelism uh, around Sajen. We were talking to a lady and a brother, and they were telling us, say, where are you going after God? They said, no, they are not going anywhere. They say everything ends here. Now, but that is, that is not the truth. That is not the truth. They said they don't believe there's judgment. Also, the Muslim has their own version and all of that. Now, for each one of us, we must know that purpose talks about our destination. There's a purpose for our life. God, God has seen the picture of your life right from the time that you were created up to now. And he knows how you will end the life. And the good news is this. You will end well. You will end strong. In the mighty name of Jesus. I want you to say, I will end well, I will end strong. In the name of Jesus, 
Now, so a manufacturer already knows what a product is capable of doing. So it is in fulfilling God's purposes that you find the grace to be able to do certain things. Now, it, 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 like this computer now, there's, there's a reason for it. And it is, in, it is in based on the manufacturer's desire, what the manufacturer was thinking of. That was what brought about this product. The same thing with our life. The same thing. Uh, so now we are not even talking about how, what you need to do to fulfill it. But we are looking at you understanding what it actually means when we talk about, uh, you know, purpose. God is a God of purpose who knows the end of all things from the beginning. And that's why it's called the Alpha and Omega. There is a purpose for every man. The man has a purpose. The wife has a purpose. The children has a purpose for everyone. Every one of us, there is something in the mind of God for us to fulfill. Now, until you fulfill it, until you find it and begin to fulfill it, there is no, you see, the, you, don't ex, you don't experience the kind of joy that God experienced. Because in purpose, when you, are, you see, when you are doing what God wants you to do, you are happy doing it. You are not stressed. You are not sweating to do it. You are not sweating. You are just enjoying doing it. That is, that is somebody who is, who is, who is in his or her purpose. That means you are, not, you are not struggling to do, to achieve it at all. It comes effortlessly. And that is what happens when we walk in the lost purpose. Now that we have understood what purpose is, then we begin to understand how then can we fulfill it. That is very important. I want you to bow down your head wherever you may be this morning. If you are here this morning, you are here to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I want you to know there's a purpose for your life. And this purpose is rooted in Christ. It's best secure in Jesus Christ. Outside of Christ, there's an enemy waiting at the door. That's why John 10, 10 says, said the thief, the thief coming, coming not but to steal, to, I mean, to steal and to steal and to destroy. But I have come that you may have life and give you life more abundant. So there's a purpose for your life. The enemy is waiting to, 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 to attack that purpose, but you are secure in Jesus Christ. Now, why the rest of us that, that are here, I want you to first appreciate God for the word you have had this morning. Appreciate him knowing fully well that before you were formed in your mother's womb, God knew you. Now, you are here this morning, you are not born again, or you have accepted him in the past, but you went back to your sin. I want you to raise up your right hand as I pray with you and say, Lord Jesus, I come to you this morning. I know I am a sinner and I need a, I need a savior. You are the only one who can save me. Forgive me my sin. Write my name in the book of life. As from today, Lord Jesus, I surrender my life unto your hand. Fill me with the Holy Spirit that I may walk before you and be perfect. Lord Jesus, remove the desire for sin and plant the desire for righteousness in my heart. In Jesus' name I pray. Lord, I pray as many that pray this prayer from their heart, please forgive them their sin. Write their name in the book of life. Let it be well with them. Help them, Lord, to walk in the center of your will for their life. In Jesus' most powerful name, we have prayed. Amen. Now, yesterday, one of the, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. You have just two prayer points to pray before we bring this, this uh, revival hour to a close. Yesterday, we prayed one prayer, as many that I remember. We prayed that, Lord, what is your purpose for my life? Now, uh, there's no time for me to sample how many people got answer or not. But I know as many that ask with the God will. Now, and God, you know, there was, 
a scripture came alive to me. A scripture that has always been coming alive. Brethren, you are going to pray. You are going to say, oh Lord, give me understanding of your purpose for my life that I may fulfill it on time. In the name of Jesus. And your second prayer is, oh Lord, my purpose is in your hand. Destroy the agenda of hell over my life and over the purpose you have committed to man. Go ahead and make that your prayer. Oh Lord, give me understanding of your purpose for my life that I may fulfill it in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh Lord, my purpose is in your hand. Lord Jesus, destroy the agenda of hell over my life. In the name of Jesus, people of purpose, you see, they enjoy living life. They, they are not tired. They are not bored. But people that don't have purpose, they say they want to die. People that have purpose, oh, they enjoy living. They enjoy it because they are looking forward to the next day. But the ones that lack zero purpose, that have nothing they are chasing after, I tell you one thing, they are bored. They even, some even want to give up their life. Some want to go. They say they are tired. When you have a sense of purpose for why you are still here, I tell you, life becomes an adventure. You are enjoying yourself. You are fulfilling God's mandate. Cry to God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, give me an understanding of your purpose for my life. Give your understanding to your children. Now begin to ask him what you want him to do today. Pour out your heart unto him. Ask him this morning that he will visit you. Ask him this morning as you go out today, you will fulfill his mandate for your life. Ask that he will use you to draw souls to himself. Ask that the Lord will remember you and your household for good. Ask that as you go out today, favor of God will surround you. You will come back with testimony. In Jesus' mighty name, we have.